This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by our friends at SNS Cycle. At SNS Cycle, proven performance is not some sort of empty slogan or marketing catchphrase, but a way of thinking, a mantra, and something we've practiced every day of every week for over six decades. That is designed manufactured and tested in the heartland of America. Whether it's on the road or off the beaten path, SNS Cycle is the first choice in power sports performance. What's up guys? Steve with Speed Kings and welcome to the Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings podcast. Today's a little odd episode, I guess you could say, um, because I didn't know what we were doing. Uh, I got this new uh, podcast road podcast board thing that goes uh, can link up to Bluetooth. So I was trying to see if we could link up via an IG live situation. So I didn't, we didn't plan this. It just kind of went, um, but I went on IG live and I was connected to the podcast uh, board and next thing you know, we're recording. So I was sat down with uh, Brent um, at Spokane speed one and we talked about a bunch of stuff. So uh, during this quarantine time, I hope you enjoy. Have fun. Be safe. Don't breathe in anybody's air that's not yours. Bye-bye. Let's see what we can do. I don't even know how to work this live stuff very well. So, all right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see who's available. Let's see if we, I want to see if it'll be able to record via Bluetooth to, uh, to my system here. That's the trick. That's what we got to figure out here. <laughs> Let's see. Brent, you want to come on with me? I know Brent does. Brent's connecting. What are you do? Are you, what are you doing? You laying in a, a, a sauna right now? Laying on my couch. Cause you know, everything's canceled at the moment. Yeah. Everything is canceled. We went up to help, uh, the hideout yesterday, and the sheriff came by four times, kicked us out. Really? Yeah, they were serving food, but you had to like, go through a maze to get it. Wow. And this room wear face masks. It was great. That's like crazy. My living room to walk. Pretty rad. Yeah, I heard, you, I heard uh, other people saying that they're getting kicked out of locations, or they closed uh, Julian down. You couldn't even go up to Julian right now. Uh, we went by the pie factory yesterday. They were letting people in Saturdays and Sundays, but you have to go one at a time. You can get pies. You can do whatever you got to do, but it's like one at a time with like six to 10 feet apart from everybody and math. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. I, I, I my, my quarantine life and, uh, my normal life are really, really close. I don't really do much anyway, so I'm usually always just here at the shop, and I'm still just here at the shop. So I'm not seeing a big difference in my life, to be honest. You do got new shirts out, though. So we do. We got new know. shirts out. I just continue to work, and I'm getting, I'm putting my bagger together, and hopefully that is going to be done soon. But you know, for the most part, um, 
I've already, already been eating top ramen for years now. So it's not a big deal to me. I don't know. Yeah, I've got an entire drawer. Like I said before, when we were joking around about top ramen, I got an entire drawer that's just stocked full of top ramen all yeah. the time. Yeah. So, so it's just good. You're, are you working right now or no? Just No, just sitting here waiting for the weather to get good because I was supposed to be getting ready for Laughlin to yeah. go do the chopper show thing. And now that's not happening. Hopefully Sturgis will happen. Everything else is pretty much done, looks like. Born free most likely is going to be canceled so that, that i feel i feel the same way um it seems like everything is getting canceled and, and it just keeps going i don't know i have a weird take on everything though i guess i feel like where yes we are being you know i guess controlled to stay home or whatever but i i, I do believe it's for a purpose not because yeah. i don't i had a big discussion about this over the weekend i don't understand the, the way the world r- works is finances, financial gains, you know, of everything. So for the government to have us all sitting home and not being able to work, losing our homes, losing everything that we have and not being able to pay any money, um, how does that, where was the gain there? There's got to be an end game in sight, you know, like it's probably just a shift the way the money's going to work from now on. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's the sickness and it's this. And I was like, well, have you seen like not a conspiracy theory thing, but they've done a lot of things since this whole COVID thing started with the war on drugs, the like where they sent like bombers in the Navy after Colombia and Mexico. Yeah. Like they put, uh, uh, what was it? That child trafficking ring. Like not all, like everybody thinks it's like one thing, but it's a combination of a bunch of things getting shifted in the world. It is in general. I, yeah. I see that so, too. And I heard that was going to happen. I, I, you know, I like to listen to not podcasts and all sorts of stuff about a bunch of weird shit. So, you know, it's, uh, I, I mean, but with everything going on, I mean, the conspiracy theorists right now can just go completely fucking nuts. Oh, dude, it's bad. Like, everybody thinks that, like, it's a one, like, the hard part about conspiracy theorists is they'll push one thing. And it's like, like the child trafficking ring. Like, yeah, they might have been working on that regardless, but they're not going to waste 12 trillion dollars to get rid of a billion dollar business. Yeah. I look at it this way. I mean, you have all the casinos in Las Vegas that, I mean, God, I would love to know how much money, I mean, as a, as a conjoined system, they make a, uh, they bring in every single day and, you know, they got to pay taxes and whatnot on those casinos and they're not right now. So again, I mean, uh, conspiracy theories, you you can go crazy, but I don't understand how this situation that we are in currently would be any kind of gain towards any system, you know, any government system, any kind of system, because there's just no money being made in, in places that pay out to those, um, you know, organizations. Yeah, that and like I think a lot of it too just had to do with the whole fact that everything in America has a made in China stamp on it. Yeah, that's a big deal. I mean, we like, have. I think that we, I think they just got tired of it. Yeah, we have. I you know the only thing that we do here that comes from China is like our our LED lighting, and we're you know we haven't been brought any in since uh, this has all happened, and I just don't feel comfortable doing it. You know. Um, yeah. I don't know why I don't, you know, obviously I don't think it's going to be transported with the items, but, um, my mic sounds worse than him on this guy said my mic sounds worse than him on the speaker. Is my, do I yeah, sound your terrible? Mic does sound a little weird. Does it? Okay. Let's let, this is a new system. So I'm playing with it. So I appreciate the feedback. 
Is turning it down like that help better? Does that help better? It's actually, when you said feedback, it's funny because that's what you're getting off of. You're getting a little bit of like a static feedback. It's not really clear because it's piggybacking the phone for live for Instagram. So it's going to pick up two mics at that point. Yeah. So what I have, I have the, my phone is linked to my, um, my board here via Bluetooth. So I'm Bluetoothing on that. And then that way I can record what you're saying. So I don't know. Maybe I should do a playback right now. Should I stop recording? Maybe I could do a playback. Again, this is the first time I've done this, so we're just having some fun right now. This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Based in Southern California with over 60 years of experience in the industry, Heat Shield Products is a family-owned and operated company that produces high-quality American-made solutions to issues caused by extreme heat. Whether you need a heat management solution for your car, motorcycle, or heavy-duty equipment, Heat Shield Products helps you to find the right solution to maximize your machine's performance and efficiency. Everyone would like to be cooler. Let Heat Shield Products get you there. Contact Heat Shield Products at www.heatshieldproducts.com or hit them up on Instagram at Heat Shield Products. Don't forget to follow their YouTube, Heat Shield Products, and check out their new podcast, Hot Laps, presented by Heat Shield Products. Yeah, so I'm recording again now, but yeah, so that's sorry, sir, Nick of the Nasty. Um, it kind of just is what it is for this live deal, but it will sound better when it gets uh, to the podcast. I guess well, maybe it's that, just because it's, like, it's going through the channels, maybe. Yeah, because like, think about anytime someone calls into a radio station, it gives that little bit of distortion. That's all it is. Because it's like calling into a radio station and getting recorded. Yeah, that's what this is now. We're a radio station now. Okay, I don't, we, we, what, what kind of call letters should we get? Oh, dude, you guys could do all kinds of random stuff. Yeah, what's it? Eat my wiener. What did he say? More people are worried about getting the virus instead of worrying about people going crazy because they have no money. Are you guys concerned about people not being able to make a living? Um, yeah, I'm. I'm definitely concerned about that. I think it's crazy. Um, all around. I mean, that's why I'm here every day. I got to make a living. I don't have. Uh, uh, you know, I don't have any kind of. I don't have a, I'm not an adult, man. I don't have a 401k or an IRA or any of those kind of things. I only have what I make every single day, you know? Um, so yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about obviously, uh, my situation here, my employee situation and, and my family. And as long as, uh, as well as everybody else's, um, it sucks. Uh, I don't know what to do about that though. That's a hard uh, thing. Yeah. It seems I've, I've since day one, uh, like everyone that knows me, I've been kind of saying like, "Hey, what's the economic impact going to be?" Because it's just going to hurt everybody way more than being sick. Like, yeah, people are going to die, but people die every day. I mean, it's more dangerous to go get in your car and drive. I mean, let alone get a motorcycle and go ride. Uh, yeah, it's like it's hard. Yeah, people are dying, and like, yeah, people's grandparents are sick, and I mean, that's horrible. Anytime. Horrible. Like, horrible. Military, like absolutely horrible. And I'm not discrediting that. Like. But when it comes to big picture things, I think maybe the military desensitized me a little bit, but I'm more worried about the long-term effects when the, the, the disease is passed and everyone's now poor. Yep. And we can't, we can't go buy motorcycle parts. People just like Harley gets all their bikes back. They can't sell any bikes because no one's got money. There's no credit. And not just our industry, but 
multiple industry tanks. There's like, if this pushes out until June, July, Boeing's going to tank, Ford's going to tank, GM's gonna, already tanking uh, yeah. for the fifth time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, it, it's going to be a huge shutdown when it comes to jobs and industries and like the hot rod guys aren't going to have hot rods anymore. The, you know, truck guys aren't going to have trucks anymore and like SEMA and all the cool, like the game expos and everything around the world is going to kind of come to a stop. Yeah. That's, I feel the same way that it's going to get worse and it's uh, before it gets better, Mr. And Miss Pitt. Um, I've been saying that for a while too. Uh, you know, it's, it has to get worse before it can get better, you know? Um, you know, I don't, again, though, yeah, I, I can see, like, I see people, you know, conspiracy there trying to even us out with Russia financially, but why? For what? It doesn't make, that part of things doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, to have people, the American people sitting there um, homeless on the streets, you know, all because of some disease like this or virus, um, that doesn't just doesn't equate to me. Doesn't make any sense to me because with all these companies going out of business, you know the American dollar is going to turn into shit. The economy is going to collapse. I mean, how is that beneficial to anybody in uh, in power, um, government, whatever you want to say? Um, and again, I'm not b- very educated on this kind of stuff. I like motorcycles. I don't like this kind of stuff, so um, I don't really pay much attention. But I'm just going off you know, how I feel and how, how I think about things. And it just doesn't come to, I can't wrap my brain around where it's a positive situation for any kind of government entity to put us all in the shitter on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not even our government alone. Like this is multiple countries that are just going in the shitter. Like Italy's tank, like they're beyond fuck. Uh, Like to be honest, like uh, there's multiple places that, like where, and if if anybody that does watch the stock market, not a conspiracy theory, just fact, China and Russia have been buying all of our stocks at a low price. Like, oh, wow. Because they can't. So, uh, like a lot of our banks are starting to go down. We got about two months before we start, a lot of the small credit unions start to collapse. We've already had five or six filed for uh, insurance from the FDIC, but once it gets worse, it's if we got two more months of this, then it's going to cripple all those credit unions and smaller banks because they live off of us. They're all nonprofit. Wow. That's crazy. See, I don't pay attention to any of that kind of stuff. So I have no idea, you know, yeah. um, my, 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 my scope of, of, of mentality is mostly motorcycles and, um, that's it. That's basically, that's all I can handle. So for me, I never got stuck into like anything else because I knew I would just go down the rabbit hole. I've been forced to do it just because I'm in an economics class for college at the moment. Yep. They've been, it's kind of like through everything, like when all this started going down, the teacher was like, hey, we need to teach you guys how to prepare for what's happening with your money. Because that's, like the teacher just shifted focus to, how are you guys going to live? Yeah. And then they paused school a little bit. And then now we're doing online school kind of-ish if you, if you want to show up. But a lot of people are just kind of taking the, hey, they're going to end up having to excuse this term because a lot of people don't have the stuff or time to do it now. So, because like child cares are closed, everything that made it to where people could go to school are no longer available. Wow. So, like, it's it's pretty wild, you know? 
But. Yeah, that's a trip, man. Like, I don't, you know, you see, I guess when you, I've been talking to a lot of people, but everybody I talk to is kind of do, does the same thing I do. You know, we all, you know, whether mechanics or anything. So I haven't really spoke to other people outside of our, I guess my, my circle for the most part on how things are going and you know, what they've experienced, you know? So, um, I, you know, I see that the schools were all shut down and people, you know, stopping that kind of stuff, but it's, uh, it's crazy. I do know that like the, um, um, my good friend, John, his, uh, his significant other is in the, uh, the concert industry or, you know, uh, that kind of industry, whatever you want music. Um, you know, and I know they've been, they were shut down and they're not seeing anything, I guess, like for like at least six months they said, and which is crazy. Yeah. And that's where the shows are holding out like board free and stuff. Like I know Arizona bike week bit cruci and like in the ass really hard. Oh yeah. And, like, some of these shows need to be like, hey, man, like, to the people that have invested a lot of money and stuff, kind of like, hey, like, we need to call it now so you don't put more hope into this, you know, oh, yeah. like, like, Sturgis, like, yeah, it's the 80th, but maybe, you know, due to the lack of fuck money, first off, and people showing up, maybe they should just be like, hey, we'll pause it this year, next year will be the 80th, like, we'll just skip a year. Yeah. Like, because that's, again, there's a lot of shops <sighs> in, in our industry that are going to be drastically destroyed due to this you know like not everybody can keep open no one's buying bikes up right now like you go to any shop they're sitting there dead in the water because everyone's kind of like keeping their pennies tight because either they're out of work or even mechanic shops like there it's, ain't shit no one's every, driving you no know what's crazy though is, is all the mechanic shops i talk to are fucking slammed busy as shit so Crazy. I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, that's the thing, you know, and we, you know, we've been busy as shit here too. So I don't know, um, if, uh, if that, I, I don't know where people are holding money and where they're not. Um, you know, we've, uh, we've been crazy busy, you know, every single day. Um, and then, uh, you know, my friends who don't even have like online stores and stuff are busy at their shops too, like tons of work. So it's like, it's, it's it's, I, I think it's a, it's hit and miss depending on the profession and depending on what, you know, what they're doing, maybe how long they've been doing it, you know, I, things like that, because, you know, um, some of the, some of the, the, I guess more established places or, you know, maybe that's a difference. I don't know, but I, I'm sure. just saying, you maybe know, where they're at, like county ordinances and stuff too. Cause like down here in San Diego, like you go outside, it's pretty much a ghost town. Like you got hospitals and like, I mean, even, I, I was surprised. See Andy's still working. Like construction and hospitals are really the only thing going right now, and it's weird. Like a dude ran from the cops the other night down the seventy eight, and we're watching. Like I live right by the seventy eight freeway, and uh-huh. I can see it. And like it was like one Harley, and it's just hauling balls. Like you know, just tap, and you just hear it ping along the freeway, and then all of a sudden you woo, 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 bunch of cops all chasing. I'm like, where are you gonna run? There's no one outside, dude. It's midnight. Like there's yeah. you and thirty cops following you. At least you're not putting anybody so, like, in danger. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> but like, you run around like all the shops. Like a couple that are open are like, "Hey, we're open, but we're just working on the projects we we're already working on before." Like, you know, like there's not much going on down here. Yeah, and it's crazy. A lot of guys have closed their doors. At least where I'm at, like the North San Diego, uh, like area is pretty pretty dead. Yeah. See, we're in, you know we're in Riverside, so we're not too far away. But um, as as the traffic's been dead, I mean, I still see people out on the streets all the time. I mean, granted, we have a uh, where my where the shop is, and and you know our driving area, we have a, a giant um, bum population, so they're still cruising around. You know, um, Mister and Miss Pitt said they're still having car chases in L.A. That'd be interesting to see. I want to I want to see those on on uh, the news. Um, 
But you know, yeah, how many Ken Block videos are going to come out now? Right. <laughs> um, we're still seeing a, a lot of people on the streets. I mean, walking around. I mean, even in our neighborhood, you know, I guess people are bored. So they're out walking and stuff. You know, I know we just got put in Riverside County. We just got put on that uh, whole face mask fucking spiel now where you can't go into the stores without a face mask. So we actually today I, I bought I found a, a spot and I bought 120 of those black face masks so we'll be sending some face masks out free with uh, some orders here soon um, once they come in um, but you know it's a uh, I don't. I mean, I, they're not the you know N52 or whatever the medical grade but at least it's some kind of coverage um, yep bandanas right I just gonna yeah. t- I was just gonna take my shirt off and put my shirt over my face and see if they're gonna let me come in shirtless but as long <laughs> as I got something on my face. They don't want to look at me anyway, so it's all good. Yeah, we went to go shoot on the mountain uh, yesterday, and the there was a surf shop guy with me and my cousin, and we went up there, and it was really weird going to the Paula gas station because everybody went inside, but we had to put the bandanas on and stuff. Yeah, and like you walk, my my cousin went to the beer uh, sec, uh, the beer closet to go get a tall can or whatever. He's like, I've never walked up to like a a beer refrigerator put a mask on and then walked around the store. Like he's like, I'm surprised that I get shot, dude. Cause we're on the res. Like they don't play around out there. Right. And he's walking around all, like going up, get like, yeah. You feel like you're robbing the place. Yeah. Dude. Like it was like, it was, it was a trip and everybody just started laughing. Cause he's sitting there sketched out. Like this, it was like strange. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, this is all it's a, I mean, at nonetheless, I mean, granted this goes away quickly, you know what I mean? We all hope it does obviously, you know, and everything goes back to the normal. Um, we all hope the gas prices stay where they're at now or go lower, but beyond that, everything else goes back to normal. Um, but what a weird time in history. I mean, we're witnessing something here that's never that, you know, none of, nobody in our, I guess, uh, that is alive today has seen. Like, you can't, I was listening to the Rogan podcast this morning, Rogan and, and Tom Segura, and they're like, you know, you can't even go back to like, you know, your elders or, or you know, grandparents and be like, man, remember when this happened in your lifetime? Because it, it's never, this has never happened. So we're yeah. here, you know, this is a big piece of history that will go on forever now i mean this will never go away this will always be a part of our um our dna our history this this virus will be here forever now um i have a theory you know i i have a, this theory i've been talking about for a few weeks because i i'm i i come up with theories i don't have any education behind them but they just are my theories um but i feel like california is going to come out of this uh quicker than others just because of the heat as uh, you know, most viruses, and all, I mean, for the most part, as, as far as I know, again, no knowledge behind it. All viruses don't like the heat, so we'll when the summer comes, we're going to see a big. Uh, you know, this is going to kind of calm down, I think, more. Um, and as it gets hot, because the California weather lately has just been shit. It's raining today for no fucking reason. Um, and then once we get hot, it's going to go away, kind of calm down. I think everything's going to start going back to normal. But what I'm afraid of is that we're next winter we're going to see this come back and maybe even come back stronger because, uh, as far as what I've listened to on different things, um, we are going to, uh, the, a vaccine for this is not even going to be around for at the minimum 18 months. I mean, that's, yeah, cause, test yeah, cause testing and I mean, you know, which is wild when you really start thinking about things and talking about it, you know, that's a, that's a long time from right now. You know, and just say we're two months in now. It's still a long time. Yeah, the 
uh, what was it like? So since it is a rep- or the it is a respiratory infection, yep, type deal. Like so, places like us, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, we're gonna recover way faster because it's a dry heat, like parts of Texas, like yeah. El Paso area, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, not San Antonio it, where it's humid as fuck. Yeah, not San Antonio, and then north there, like you know, Florida and the East Coast and like Washington, they're going to have like New York, they're going to have a hard time because it's always humid. Even in the summertime, it's always humid. So like with the dry heat down here, we're going to get lucky and it's going to, because it's very, very, very difficult to get pneumonia or bronchitis, any type of respiratory infection in a dry heat. It just can't, your lung, it, it doesn't have enough moisture in the air to build it. Yeah. So um, that's going to be what helps us this summer. But you know, before that, it's, we'll see what happens. And this oh, whole curve thing, they're not trying to stop people from getting it. They're just trying to slow the just, amount of people yep. going to the hospital. Because it's so, well, it's so highly contagious. Um, yeah. I see versus garage. Uh, you, you get, you're out in Hawaii. What kind of uh, – have you guys seen a big, crazy uh, influx of this in Hawaii? I am curious about that. Um, but, yeah, you know, because this is so highly contagious and it just spreads so fucking easily – that's what I feel is why we are in the situation we're in right now. I mean, uh, then again, that's what I go back to. I like, I can't understand how this can be like a, you know, a government ploy to just put us all in control. They know they could control us regardless. We've been under control from the yeah. government for a hundred million years now, you know? Um, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy, but you know, for them to be like, oh, no, no, now let's put the, put it in control now. Well, I mean, what is, again, I don't just don't see a gain, you know? Um, Y'all think about him. Oh, I definitely, that's what I'm saying. I definitely think it's going to be coming back in this winter because if we don't have any kind of vaccine for it and the, when the cold weather hits again, I mean, I know I get the standard flu or, you know, at least get a cold every fucking year at the weather change. Yeah, that's still going on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like, people still get the flu. Yeah. <laughs> so. You know, exactly. And the, and the flu has been around for how many hundreds of years now? We can't get rid of that. You know, I don't know. I just, uh. I just can't wrap my head around, you know, I think this is, it is, it is exactly what it is. You know, it's a, uh, we're kind of being put in place and, and being put into stay home to try not to spread this further than it is or faster than it is spreading, you know? And then, you know, cause I, one of the biggest things I, you know, obviously media is, is a, such a fear monger. You know, I, I hate, um, seeing people post or repost things from the media, you know, stations, uh, they are, nobody, I don't see anybody posting the actual cases of, um, where people are, are recovering yesterday. I, I, you know, I try to make a post about it every, or at least in my story every, you know, once a week or something, but I go to the Johns Hopkins website and they actually have the recovery rate of this is, is significantly higher than the, uh, the, the death cases. And again, like you said, um, the respiratory infection and what I've been listening to and, and hearing, wow, what'd you do? I bumped my phone. I, didn't, I was trying to like the what Versus Garage was saying about yeah. the island and stuff or whatever, like that the do a sad face or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. But it flipped the camera around. And I didn't know how to do that. I've never yeah. done this before, so I'm in the same boat as you. Yeah, this is fun. Like, we did one like two years ago on the way to Giddy Up. Yeah. And we were, did four guys in the truck podcasting, but it worked differently than it does now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, somebody asked if this is going to be a podcast, and yes, this is going to be a podcast. So, Brent, welcome to my podcast. Woo! Yeah, um, Brent just got it randomly selected. Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and here we are. But uh, yeah, that versus garage. That is, uh, you know, 
it it isn't much, but again, it, that is a small island, and it's going. It that's a lot of you know people on the, the population on there. But I mean, if you look even in Riverside County, I mean, I think as far as I looked yesterday, we only had about 700 cases and that's Riverside County. So that includes, you know, Lake Elsinore. um, I don't know how far, you know, Indio. I I think all those cities are part of Riverside County, but Riverside itself has 375,000 people just in the city. So the county, I mean, imagine how many people, and I mean, obviously these are confirmed cases. These are, I mean, people getting tested and knowing, you know, that they've got the, the virus, um, so there's um, a lot of cases that are not being confirmed or not being people are not being tested, of course, but, um, it but is, you guys are cracking down too. Like yeah. ever since your guys is the SWAT captain died, that bomb squad guy, yeah. the, the sheriff, they were like, all right, time to shut Riverside down. Like the, my buddy Burke was going up to get some parts out of American V twin or somewhere like that. Some, something in Temecula. And at the Rainbow Valley, like border crossing area where the border patrol is, uh-huh. he was going up there. He got turned around. They got, he, they said, Hey, you're not essential. Go home. Wow. So, uh, and this was just a day ago. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're getting pretty strict out there about what, like who can go where and when you can go there and what you can go for. So without a letter from an employer, cause he wasn't doing it for work. He was just going to get himself some stuff. Yeah. Um, he got turned around. They're checking all that stuff up there. Wow, I'm just gonna have put a so. stack of letters in my van for myself, then I guess, so I can just go. <laughs> no, but I again, you know, uh, I'm I don't really go anywhere anyway, so I'm I've just been staying in my shop. We did go to South Dakota, you know, the, the when I I left for South Dakota on a Thursday morning, and Friday evening is when they put Riverside like on lock or California on this lockdown. So we we finished our trip. We were back by Sunday uh, night. Excuse me, and uh. But beyond that, like, um, you know, my kids live in Asperia and I haven't seen them since this all happened. You know, I, we talk on the phone or whatever, and that's about it because, uh, you know, uh, we decided that it was best just for them, them to stay in one household and not be transferring between two households and cities and whatnot, you know? Um, but it just, it's, it's weird, man. It's super weird. Um, but I just kind of been staying home anyways. I want to go ride motorcycles, but you know, I just been staying home. It just seems right. Right now, it just seems like that's the best thing anybody can just do. Get this stay home thing fucking done and then let's go. You know, it's crazy when you really start thinking about it. You know, it's like, man, all the unprotected sex we all had. And now we're worried about this fucking flu. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, what was it? They went and cited a bunch of people in this needed for watching the sunset in their driveways and stuff like down by the beach. Cause they're not allowed to go to the beach anymore. And, uh, they put it on the news and everything, but then, that was kind of what started our ride yesterday was the fact that like, Hey, we might not be able to just go ride our bikes at all. Like we've got a week of rain coming. Like we might not be able to get on the bike for a while. Like might as well go like four of us, two of us are family. So it didn't really make sense for like, we don't really have to social distance. So we were like, my, me and my cousin were like, all right, let's just do this. Yeah. And then, uh, like we kind of were getting our last little bit of fun in cause there's a lot of places here that are giving out thousand dollar fines. Like, even the guy that was up there doing the, that came by a bunch of times yesterday, he was kind of making fun of it. He was a sheriff on the PA after we were getting our food. He's like, Hey, you can get your food. You can't eat it here unless you want to donate to the COVID fund for our great governor that has announced you guys have to pay stupid fines for yada, 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 yada to pay for masks for China or something. And I don't really <laughs> care, but you got to get the fuck out of here. Like he yeah. made a joke of it. Just because he knew like, Hey, this is kind of, this is dumb. Y'all just trying to get food and, 
like you're separated, you're doing your thing, but it was like, that was kind of, you know, there's places down here that are pulling people over and making sure that you got your letters from your employer and you're doing everything. And we just want to make sure we were able to get out and ride while we still could. It yeah. got worse. And maybe, and maybe this rain coming right now is, is the best thing for us right now because it'll keep people home a little bit. You know, I mean, I hate, I don't even yeah. like coming to work in the rain because if it looks rainy outside, I just want to sit at home, drink some coffee and rum chata and just fucking watch like Game of Thrones or something. That's my, that's my life. Coffee and rum chata. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the, that's the good stuff right there. Coffee and rum chata. Fuck that Bailey shit, man. Go right for the rum chata. Dude, we, uh, when I was living in Alaska, I got addicted to duck parts, but with, uh, Jack or Jameson instead of, uh, crown and oh, yeah. oh my god that was like breakfast of champions you'd be hungover and going to try and go to work and you're like all right i'm gonna have a duck fart real quick and then coffee or monster for me and go oh, yeah. but it, that was that was awesome for living in the cold because uh, it warms you up that i don't know weird yeah tap taps ten twenty one. uh yeah i've already done tiger king about twice i think i've gone through it um what did you watch tiger king brent I have not watched Tiger King yet. I, uh, well, day, I'm going to go ahead and okay. just hang up on you then. Boop. <laughs> Get in on that, man. That shit's crazy. Yeah, I, you know, I've been trying to play catch up, like I said, with school and everything, so I haven't really done that and wanted to get out and ride a little bit, but I definitely know that it's random this week. I'm going to get caught up on the whole Tiger King thing and see what it's all about. I, just, I know that there's meth, a gay guy, and Carol Baskins that destroyed dinos or something, so yeah. um, according to me. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, that's a crazy show, man. And I guess they're doing a, a season two, even it's a, it's a fucking, I don't even know how to explain it. If you haven't seen, it. I don't want to ruin things, but, uh, you uh, definitely should watch the fucking shit with uh, the amount of memes out there, you know, like it's hard to ruin something that like has pretty much has the whole season on memes. Oh dude, you're, you don't even know though how much you're missing. Just, <laughs> oh no. It, it, yeah. You only caught, you're playing just the tip with the memes, man. I'll tell you right now. Oh, wow. He said oh, it was a waste of his life. That's just me, though. Only interesting part was the husband going missing like Houdini. Yeah, yeah. I like the whole show. I mean, I, I think I only got halfway through on the second time around, but uh, just because I get so fucking bored. Most of the time I'm working while I'm watching TV, so I don't really care what's on necessarily. I just use it for, like, background noise. But that was the craziest shit I ever seen. Uh, what? What? I don't even. What the fuck did we just watch? Like, why did they make that into TV? That's been my question this whole time. Like, why did we all watch it? Yeah. What? When did we go so far down that like things that like actually matter? Now we're watching Tiger King because that's the best thing in the world. I liked the um that one meme though when it was like it was like Trump and it was like whispering in the guy's ear and he's like release the tiger documentary or whatever. <laughs> and it's it's like basically that's what happened. Everybody got put on lockdown and this show just went through the fucking roof. I was watching the Joe Exotic's Instagram and I don't know what it's up to now, but the first day I found it, he only had like I don't know 23,000 followers within Four days, dude was over a hundred k. Dude hasn't even posted anything on it in since two thousand and eighteen. He doesn't even go on. Is he back in jail or something? Yeah, he's in jail. But he 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 go, he, he go no, he doesn't <laughs> even go on it. And motherfuckers are following him for I don't know for what reason. But it's like dude don't even use it. Dude's got more followers than fuck, the Rock right now almost. Got nothing better to do. That's 
sounds about right. Oh, it does. That's, you know, we don't. I mean, I work on, on the bikes right now. I'm almost done. Yeah, you got a brand new road glide you get to work on? Oh, it's know? in pieces, dude. It's already in pieces. I didn't even ride it. Oh. I don't. You I didn't, didn't ride it? I didn't mean to do that. It just happened. It was like I went down the rabbit hole. I was gonna, I was gonna change a few little things like bars, risers, throw a seat, do a little bit of suspension on it, and then I was gonna ride it. And then I took it all apart. It's, it's like when one thing comes apart, you're like, all right, now I gotta do this. Yeah. I gotta do this. It's like, well, I'm already here, so now we gotta do this. Yeah. Well, I get, I get something comes in the mail that I ordered or something, and then I get super antsy, and then I have to take something else apart. I haven't, like, the motor's all together. I, I mean, I, I could start, I started it up on Saturday, um, but there's no front end on it. Uh, the, there's no rear fender and stuff on it because I'm gonna do a different rear fender than the stock stuff. Um, you know, so it's, I'm GP suspension right now is building my front end for me, uh, for the, uh, the, the tubes are putting cartridge kits in it with plus two tubes. And then, uh, so I actually, they were working on it over the weekend. I saw on their Instagram. So I should have that back any day. And once that's back together, I can kind of throw some stuff back together. I think I am waiting on a rear fender right now. Um, but I got some clockworks goodies to throw on there. Um, you know, running, uh, running a couple different seats and some, we're going to do some different shock setups on it to test out and things like that. So, um, I have a big thing about what we do here. If I don't like selling products that I don't know the bikes. So, um, I don't, I don't like to just be like, Oh, we sell bagger stuff now. And I've never touched a bagger because this, I've never touched a bagger until I had one. It was just never my thing. And all I literally, um, at three in the morning, one night I couldn't sleep and I was sitting there just like watching TV on my iPad or something. And I was like, it's time. Like all dramatic. It's like that. Time. Yeah. I've never had the desire never. And I was like, no, you know what? I want one now. So, um, you know, big shout out to my guy, John Oaks at four corners motorcycle rally and, uh, Jimmy and Joe over at J and L Harley Davidson. And we all made a deal and made it work. And now I have a bagger. So very yeah. excited. Is four, how's four corners looking so far? I don't know. I mean, I honestly haven't had, I haven't asked about any events. Um, I, I don't even know what's happening with Dyna days at this point to see, you know, I see a lot of events getting pushed the dates out to October ish area, which is when we were going to do Dyna days this year. Um, but I don't know if it's actually going to happen, you know? So it's yeah. hard, it's hard for me to like start putting deposits down on everything that we're going to need to make our event happen and not know if we'll be able to get that money back or how that is going to work because, uh, you know, so I don't know. Yeah. You, uh, you got to look at market saturation too. Cause like if everybody's events are all in the same two month period oh yeah, to catch that last little tiny bit of riding season, how many people are going to show up and how many people are going to have money to show up? Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're luckily I think, I think we, you know, we always have the, uh, the gain being in Southern California, you know, I, I call Southern California the epicenter of motorcycles. You know, um, this is where it all happens and this is where it starts. So I think, I mean, I think we'll do fine as far as attendance if we did make the event happen. And, and if, and if things are financially shitty for people, you know, we would kind of figure something else out, something out with that event or, you know, with Dyna days itself to help people to come to the event. You know what I mean? Um, one of the things, you know, my thing about that event is it's always, it's for the community, you know, you know, obviously, you know, we have to be able to uh, make the money back that we put into it, but 
it's for the community and we're trying to do it for the community. It always helps the community one way or the other. Um, usually we work with Moto Fam and, and uh, you know, proceeds of it and things go back to Moto Fam as far as uh, the raffle and things like that. You know, I do have the Dyna Days giveaway bike here. I bought a bike to build for it. Um, so I do have it. I haven't touched it, but I do have it. I've got some parts for it and stuff. And, uh, you know, I don't know. Well, I'm just kind of playing that one by ear, to be honest. Um, Four Corners, I do hope happens. Uh, I was just in Colorado, like, I don't know, two weeks ago, and it was cold and snowing. But it's a beautiful place, man, and it's, and it's a really cool uh, rally to go to. So I really do wish that happens. But, again, I don't know. You know, it's a trip. Uh, yeah, it's kind of throwing everything up in the air. And that and, like, we're now starting to see some like parts makers kind of like, Hey, we're going to, what we have is what we have and we're not going to make any more because it's just too expensive for us to run our operation. Oh, like, right. Who have you seen do that? Um, a couple of like, I think Fox is slowing down a bit, yeah. um, on their like stuff. I'm not, at least from what I've heard. Um, I haven't seen it yet personally, but just there's a three or four shops up here that make some like random stuff like random motor mounts and random things, but they're more local people. Yeah. Uh, they're going down their production, but you know, I, I'm wondering how long the bigger companies are going to keep producing for people that aren't going to be necessarily next month buying. Yeah. You know? Oh, I, I have the same so. thoughts and I just, man, I just feel like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep going. You know, um, you know, one of the insights of, of our business is that we've never once taken out any kind of business loan or anything like that. So we've always just built, we've built this whole business on, on, on our own money, you know? So I always just kind of, I'm like, I'm just going to keep going, man. I'm just going to keep pushing forward and keep doing our thing. You know, we're still, we're still R and D products right now. We're going to be releasing some new products real soon here. Like there's got, we got new shit in manufacturing right now that nobody knows about. And, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to do things though. I just got to keep going forward. If we stop, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, uh, uh I don't know. I just figured I, I'm not going to let some kind of virus stop us from what we're doing in, in our lives, you know, and, and just keep pushing, keep pushing. And if, if shit goes down, you know, you know, then, then it goes down and you know, I'll figure it out. That's all I've ever done my whole life is figure shit out anyways, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Well, that and like, I don't know if you've got it up there in Riverside, but a lot of these kids are bringing back choppers. Like Texas choppers are like dying out. Like a lot of the rest of the country choppers are dying out. We, everybody got out of the performance thing. Like we did performance baggers like two, three years ago. That kind of became a thing here. Yep. And like people are still going with it at the Milwaukee eights now, like cause it's parts become more available across the nation. But like the, the kids that don't have the 30 grand to go spend on a bike right now, they're the choppers are coming back. Like there's a brand new shop that just, open like three streets down for me yeah that's just doing random little ghetto chopper things yeah yeah i mean that's where i started i'm down to go back to do that let's go do that it's a hell of a lot cheaper than what we're doing today yeah yeah and it's fun oh yeah it's super fun i mean does it work i don't know no you got a welder It'll work. <laughs> yeah. It'll, I mean, it's fun for around town. You beat the fucking shit out of your kidneys and stuff, you know, but fuck it, whatever. I, mean, I got a chopper I'm building. So I, I'm not building. I, I just kind of touched it a little bit, did the little things and that's been sitting in the corner now. But, uh, I don't know. I, I do love choppers. I've always loved choppers and I will always love choppers. 
Excuse me, I get the you mean your performance chopper. Yeah, my performance chopper. Dude, that thing's so sick. <laughs> but then, but it's it's the thing about it for me that 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 right there is a passion project. Where like doing the road glide and stuff has it's still a passion project. But that's something that you know that's an investment for the business. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know where when people don't come to our website to buy uh, chopper stuff, you know. They don't. Yeah. I mean, they might after performance chopper. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> but you know, there's so many ma- amazing chopper builders and amazing chopper websites out there. You know, um, it's is why we do the parts that we do because there. When we started doing this, there wasn't this out there. You know, now it's it's you know everywhere. But we you know we were kind of like you know everybody catered to choppers and we rode performance bikes, so we we're going to cater to performance bikes, and that's what started my you know this business as a as a bigger entity than it was. Um, yeah. But you know, I do always and will always, man, I still love the old school, like fat tire choppers. Like that's what got me loving motorcycles. I, when I, I worked at day like tech. Yeah. I mean, I, I worked at day tech during the prime of big dog and American iron horse and things like that. So it was, uh, I remember when like my, my buddy, Anthony, he built his first one. He lived a few houses down from me and he rode it into my driveway and you know, it was blue with like silver, like crazy hook flames and fucking whatever shit, you know? And it was like, wow. And I, you know, I was probably 19, 20 years old, you know? And this is, you know, this is, this is 2001, 2002. Um, so, you know, I still love those. I think they're fucking rad, you know, 45 over fucking stupid front ends and shit. You know, I don't, yeah. I would still get one today for the right price, obviously, because nowadays you're, you know, that $75,000 bike was only good for three grand for the motor and trans, but just for fun. Yeah. Just for fun. I'd like to just have one just because like I like motorcycles. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to ride it to like fucking grocery store and look like a dumb shit. You know, that's going to be a great day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I go really fast in a straight line as long as I don't hit a pothole and snap my front legs off. Fuck yeah, dude. You know, I mean, (laughs) they, but in their time, those bikes were the shit. Everybody was fucking jocking on those, you know, like my dad still has two of them. I'm not going to lie. Oh, do you ride it every once in a while? I would. I'd be like, Uh, "Eh, I rode, I rode his red bike, which he, it, a really really ridiculously expensive bike because yep. he's got a sugar bear front end with like it's like i don't know it's the bike total is like almost 12 feet long oh yeah dude, it's awesome super long springer front end it's got open bdl the chain drive with spokes like he wanted to mix because he's been riding choppers and shit since like 1960 so he was like i want to mix my old school bike where my triumphs and everything i used to have my old harleys i want to mix it with this ridiculous chopper and then I'm going to make it really fast. And then he blew up one S and S and then he went down to the 96, boarded it over to a hundred. So he'd have a hundred inch S and S and a couple of little things. But I mean, it like, it gave him stitches one time cause he sliced his leg open because the exhaust dumped out right behind <laughs> get push started. His exhaust dumps out. It comes and poops down and back up and out. Oh and yeah. With like a fucking it, jagged edge probably and shit. Oh, yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's a daisy, it's a daisy cutter tip on it. So oh, it's yeah. a super sharp point, but yep. he just pooped it up and out. So oh, yeah. he went to go jump start, kicked his leg over and just Dude, nailed yeah. it. That, that but, uh, was it was a cool time in motorcycles though regardless if you like the bikes or you don't like the bikes because just like old choppers now it was a time of like custom parts you know what i mean yeah. it was custom shit where now everything is kind of like bolt on you know cookie cutter style you know which is great too you know it makes it a lot easy for people to put together some cool ass bikes but it was just a very i don't know 
it, I think just think it was a really cool time in motorcycles. You know, it was, uh, it was, and it was a huge money time. That was the craziest thing. Cause being actually in part of, you know, in the industry, I guess at that time you could say, if, if you just call it a part of it, um, you know, I just worked for a company who made the frames and stuff. Uh, but at that time, that place, you know, this is located in central Hesperia and it was, uh, over 200 employees running a 24 hours a day. I mean, American Iron Horse and Big Dog, their semis would pull in and I, and when we would load them up full of fucking frames, you know? Yeah. And, uh, it was the downfall of it was the, the guy who owned the sh- the place, you know, didn't want to change with the times of how motorcycles change. You know, we see in motorcycles, you see, a, uh, a type of motorcycle. I feel every five, six years, but now with Instagram, I think that it's maintained longer. I thought Dinos and FXRs would kind of die away a few years back now, and it just keeps coming and coming and coming. Um, but I think it's because Instagram had the social media presence of all this kind of stuff, you know, Facebook, Instagram, all that kind of stuff keeps it alive and keeps it pushing forward, you know. Yeah, um, like that, the, the, like you brought up a minute ago, like the availability of just bolt on parts where guys are going and figuring it out, but then they're making, like, uh, making it to where anybody can just go take it. And in 10 minutes, you got a fully changed up look on your bike. Like, yeah, it's great. You know, like pre-wired bars and all the other yep. stuff that like, people can just go get right now, take an hour of their time, throw it on their dyna, and all of a sudden you have a club-style bike because you put T-bars on instead of those stupid, like, pulled-down apes. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, and <laughs> all of a sudden, you're cool, you know? No. I'm like, that's all it takes. I mean, you were already cool in my book, but you did gain a little bit more street cred. <laughs> hey you know it was fun i honestly like thanks to oakland harley like had a blast rocking that bone stock bike and still ripping it like oh, yeah. every day like people would trip out like how are you doing wheelies and all this stuff on a bone stock bike well that's the whole purpose is to show you that a bone stock bike can do it oh yeah exactly exactly and, like the wheels had a hard time after a while like when it came to like my front tire kind of went through a couple of spoke rims just because they get tired you know yep. but like being able to like pull up a wheelie on a stock bike. The only thing that really sucked, honestly, was having the stock pillion seat where you just slide right off the back. Like that was really sketchy. Yeah. So I did a lot of seat stand wheelies back then, just because it was easier to stand on the seat than it was to you know sit on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be like a float wheelie where you're just like, please don't fly off the back of the bike right now. <laughs> No, I bet, well, man. I don't have that much talent to uh, ride motorcycles that way. I, I, I love riding motorcycles, and I and I do all right in the, in the twisties and stuff. And I like to go fast. And uh, you know, if you're not first, you're last, kind of shit. But uh, I'm not, I don't have the talent to do wheelies and stuff like that. I never did even ridden. I rode dirt bikes. I always sucked at them. Yeah, your dude Joey keeps popping up on here and says we're like father like son about ten fifteen minutes ago. Joey. And that is he still there? He probably we left. look related. No, he's still here. He just posted. He goes, I'm at Spokane Speed One's biggest fan. And I know he's being sarcastic, but you know, I'm <laughs> his biggest fan back. <laughs> shake, shake shake, baby. Hey, it, we, we're just no, two hey, good looking like fellows. That's why. <laughs> we both cut our beards too at the same time, which was a little weird and not planned. No, it was not. Mine like, gets super was... itchy. It's why I have to cut it. When it starts getting long, like this is okay, you know, but as it gets longer, cause like I, I kind of went for the, the little shorter here, but leaving this a little long thing. I never done that before. I don't know if I like it or not, but I just, uh, whatever. And, uh, 
I, I get, but I get like, yeah, my skin gets super itchy. I'm not good at taking care of things though is why I don't really put anything on it or anything like that. I just, I run it stock, man. You know, like I just keep shit stock. I keep my bikes modified, but I keep myself stock. That's called. <laughs> is that what it's called? I ran a comb through it last week. You son of a bitch. Joey D34 <laughs> says it's called crabs for those who don't, if, for the podcast who can't see what the fuck this guy just said. But, uh, yeah. So you want to know a really good trick? Like I was doing for a long time there and I still do actually, uh, when you get out of the shower, it's a shower. I do that like once every other month. Um, but you, when you jump out, you put the conditioner in your hand instead of putting it in when you're in the shower, uh -huh. you just rub a little bit in, put it on your face. You never get itchy. Really? Thursday is moist. It, when it dries out, it's when it starts to get itchy. Yeah, it yeah, it pulls soaking. that oil out of your skin. Yeah. yeah. So you just put a little conditioner on there, good to go for the day yeah. or for the week or month or however long you want to be a crazy biker for. You know what happens to me, though, is I get um, – I'll do something like that like once or twice, and then uh, I, I just – I just then I fucking stop. Like I was putting coconut oil in <laughs> it, and I was – I got – I put lotion in it this morning, just lotion. Um, but – uh. And then I'll do that and it starts to get better. And then I'm like, oh, it's good now. And then I just stop. I'll stop for six fucking months and then it's all fucked again. But that's, yeah. you know, that's my just my stupidity. Mostly a lot of it comes with stupidity. You know what? You know what really sucks? I just thought about right now during all this. What? No tattoos. No one's getting tattoos. There's nowhere to get tattoos right now. Yeah, I feel bad for my tattoo buddies. Um, it, it does suck. I actually had an appointment like two weeks ago. I canceled on. I was just like, you know, I'm not... I am not the day of, but days before, but, um, I was just like, you know what? I'm probably, I'm not going to come out. I, cause I just come back from South Dakota and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to chill out. I'll, I'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll get back together when all this shit dies down. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I see some of my guys though. They're still working. They're not working as far as tattooing, but they're working at things. You know what I mean? They're figuring some things out. Um, you know, for the hustlers out there that this kind of, these kind of times brings a uh, new opportunity, new things, you know, to figure out how can I make uh, some more money? How can I, you know, provide and things like yeah. that, you know, um, like for me, you know, I always say like, you know, one of my, one of my, uh, backup job plans is, is being a gardener because I always figure, you know, I'll buy a hula ho and start doing yards and then I'll hire somebody to do it. And then I'll be the guy who owns the, 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 the landscaping business. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, there's always, there's always somebody out there. There's always a way, man. There's always somebody. If you're, if you're willing to get off the couch and do the work, man, there's always something, you know, I've, I've, um, it, it, I've learned that in my little, my short time on this, this earth. Cause I've always had this, some sort of side hustle, you know, some sort of, you know, way of making more money. Cause my job's never made enough, you know? Um, yeah. Speaking of side hustles, Calvin Clay got his bike back up and running, went and shredded this last weekend. Yep. How, yeah. Did you go with that it? Hair. You weren't there though. No, huh? No, no. I, I did. I, the yep. I did see that it's about time. That guy gets back in the saddle. It's been a, it's been He's a good, good minute. But that's what happens when you see again, you know, he's, he's, he, uh, he can't cut hair right now. So he's just out, you know, fucking off on the, on the bike again, you know, which is good, you know, um, yeah. you, Hey Josh, you know, what, what is it? Joshua Bishop, five, three, two, three. It is hard to tattoo from six feet away, but just hang that fucking needle out, man. You can get it. Hang that fucking needle out. Do it. Uh, Hawaiian, like Samoan style, like with like old days, like the, oh, yeah. like, but with just a long tap, dude. Yeah. With like, the long have, tap. Like, really long that shit's so crazy to watch, man. I've all, I've always loved watching that kind of like that style of uh, old school tattooing with the sticks and shit. You know, 
It's a, yeah. I've always wanted to get one, but I don't, I don't, it hurts now, man. I got tattooed recently. <laughs> I don't I don't like it at all anymore. I used to like getting tattooed years ago, but again, I, I like I have uh, a quite a few tattoos, but most of them are old, like fifteen plus years old. Like you know, um, so I don't get tattooed very often. Maybe like one, once a year, once every two years now. And uh, I just had a trip. Uh, ink by trip, go through my chest again. Um, I had my chest, whole chest outline when I was 18. I think I had it shaded a little bit when I was like 22 or 23. And then it's been sitting like this ever since. So I'm 30, I'll be 38 this year. So it's got a little bit of time. And so I was like, Hey, let's go through it. Let's start. I want to start finishing shit that I've, I've done, you know, and uh, fuck six hours of just, he went through and relined everything fucking started coloring things in and shit. I'm like, God damn, this fucking hurts. And it's not even done yet. I still have to go back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So did like, so I was like 16 and you know, we're talking about a second here. Like I was in Riverside, grew up there and everything, but like I, my dumb ass went and got woodcrest across my chest. Oh yeah. And then the guy screwed up and then the C and the R looked very similar. Yes. Would, so would a rest? People, yeah, a lot of people think that like my chest is just retarded, so I started putting an eagle on there. Yep. And now like everyone's got that eagle, and I never finished filling it in, so I'm like, maybe I'm just gonna turn it all black and just say chest tattoos aren't for me and just sit through the pain. But that sternum is not a joke. No, that, it sucks. That, uh, mine comes all the way down to like, like deep man it's yeah, yeah. i got one that's my, my yeah. eagle goes all the way down to like my belly and then so mine's a, a big panther's head with bat wings and the bat wings come all the way up over like to my over the top of my shoulders and if fucking and they come like see their crest right here see yeah and then uh yeah fucking hurts man my, my neck too my neck's been done multiple times one of the side this side right here is a, a cover-up um and this side's not but then my back you know every, i fuck dude i'm just kind of over it collarbone my i couldn't curl my toes anymore like when it, they were doing when she was doing the collarbone i was like just sitting there like oh can yeah it be done yet Fuck. Can, can we be can, now yeah it hurts right now i'm talking about it what like, you, that, that collarbone tattoo feel you can feel through your whole body oh yeah there's certain spots That's it's like one of the it's like are you tattooing like, my nipple right now stop that <laughs> justin olsen five i have in my life i've had one female or two females names put on me one has been covered up the other one is my daughter so i don't have to cover that one i'm i'm good with names though i don't got i don't do that no more i did it once it wasn't worth it you, you learn, learn from that one yeah i learned from that one you know definitely Watch your daughter piss you off and then go change her name when she turns 18 nah she's got a cool name she wouldn't do that <laughs> she's got her name's laney so you know it's not a, a not a, a normal name i guess it's not unnormal, but it's just not a lot, you know. Both my kids, my son's name is Rory, R O R Y, and then uh, my daughter's Laney. So both have kind of names that aren't super popular names, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. But uh, if they change them, I don't know. They're just dumb. I have his name on me too, and then I have my grandpa's name who passed away years ago, and uh, I think that's it for the names. Three, three names, and I have like one empty banner. Without I a, got an empty banner too. Yeah, mine will get covered eventually. Yeah, don't let Joey see that part because they're like, "Dude, you guys are the same person again." He's watching right now. He's 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 mad that he's not on it. He, he wants me to put his name on on my banner. Oh. 
Hey, he's getting really good, man. Like, Joey really, really has good. been really good. Joey is a super underrated rider, man. I've so yeah. I got a long story with Joey. Joey's been been with this team and with us for many years now, and uh, um, I just loved his attitude, man. You, uh, he, he just, he came into the shop, he needed some work on his bike and we kind of became, uh, acquaintances and he was trying to do the stunt stuff, you know, and, uh, we kind of put together this team around that time and, uh, I started working with him and, uh, we're like, let's film a video. And we filmed a video in the back of the shop, um, like in the, in the parking lot where we got in trouble for doing shit back there. And, uh, he went, he went fucking, uh. He went hard that day. Let's just say he was like, he was trying to prove something that day. And he had the, uh, the street bob bobbed fender and he tried to scrape it, never scraped before and tried to scrape it and basically fucking totaled his bike back there. And, uh, you know, and we pulled it in, we pulled it in the shop and I had it back together the next day for him, ready to rip again. And, uh, man, he just, he just fucking kills it, dude. He, he has grown so much as a rider. Um, and he's just super underrated, man. Like He's a fucking ruler, you know? He just keeps trying to push and push and push, and dude just literally loves to ride to ride. Not, you know, not riding for the gram. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a, it's always a pleasure working with that dude, man. But but fuck him for the shit he's saying and in the chat, but, you know, love the dude yeah, to death. Yeah, we both got to get him tattooed in our banners? We, we, have to get, we have to get each other's names tattooed in the banners? No, he said he, he wants us both to put his name in the banner. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe put Joey D thirty four in both y'all's banners. His Instagram name, yeah, it's like we're like living in that movie Hackers, where everybody just knows each other by their Instagram names. You ever go somewhere yeah. and they're like, and and somebody introduces you themselves by their Instagram name? What's up, bro? Yeah, I'm I'm uh, Instagram name seven three four. It's weird. That's how you know people now, though. I've I well, I mean, I just I did a podcast with Redbeard. Um, you know, recently. And honestly, man, I think I've knew, I knew his real name. I knew it, you know, it was like in my head, but I, I didn't, didn't really know it either. I'm like, what's hey, this is red beard. <laughs> Fuck. What's your name again? Like, you know, like, and we've been friends, you know, like it's crazy with the, we do, we live in that hackers world. We got crash override. Yep. Woo. Woo. Underscore flare. Is that a Ric Flair reference? It has to be a Ric Flair reference. Doesn't it, it? has to be. Woo! I don't want to scream you it in the microphone. You can't have woo and then flare and have it. Not oh no! It ended. It, it ended on us. Like maybe you can only go so long on a video. I don't know. Uh oh, we're back though. I went back live. We're back. I don't know what happened. It just ended on us. It ended. Let's see. Okay, there's Brent back. Let's get Brent back on here. Thanks for coming back, guys. Sorry. I guess, I don't know. Maybe you can only go for so long on a live video. I think it stopped at an hour. Oh, we hit the, oh, we hit the hour mark. Wow. We're halfway to a full podcast. We're halfway. Man, we just run them. I don't, I don't even know how long they go for sometimes. When I first started doing them, my wife's like, how long was that one? And I was like, I don't know. I think it was like three hours long. And she's like, that's too long. And I'm like, well, you don't listen to podcasts, though. So it doesn't, I don't fucking care what you think. Is, is this the first Harley motorcycle morning 
podcast? Because usually they're in like the afternoons or in the evening. No, we've done computers. some in the morning already. We've done some in the morning. Uh, we just usually, I, you know, it just depends when I air it, um, you know. I, I got to do a little, I don't do much to it. I don't really do a lot of stuff on the, on the computer with it. I just kind of fucking, uh, I put an intro outro and some commercials for some of the sponsors and we just run it how it is. Um, you Dude, know, you gained like 12 people by that stopping and restarting. No, let's do it again. No, just kidding. Let's not. <laughs> what? So what, it. but where Woo Flair go? Is Woo Flair in the house? Is that a Ric Flair reference? Oh, there he is. And yes, a Ric Flair oh, reference. Yes, it's Ric Flair reference. Yep. Oh, everybody calls him Flair. That's sweet. Ric Flair was sweet. I miss that man. I I used to watch wrestling. Oh, hi from Russia. What's up? HD tuning dot RU. Russia. How's what's going on in Russia with the coronavirus? You guys, I don't feel like you guys are being honest with what the with the the, the stats that are coming out of that country. I think Putin's got it got yeah, all in lockdown. Yeah, we gained some. We gained a few people here. This is fun, though. The Nature Boy, yeah, man. I used to watch wrestling. It, it's funny, you know. Uh, I talk to my kids all the time. One day, I was driving home with my kids, and uh, and fucking, uh, they got vodka for that. <laughs> um, I, I I googled uh, AOL. Uh, like remember the the sign in to American Online with yeah. the fucking modem and shit, and I, I yeah I put that on <laughs> I put that on YouTube. YouTube's got it. And, uh, and fucking, uh, they're like, what is that? And I'm like, this is how we had to go on the internet. And they're like, and what like the fuck? Minutes. Yeah. It was the worst. They, you know, it's the funniest shit when you start taking like kids, my son is uh 14 and then, uh, my daughter's 11, but it's funny. Um, in Russia where you are. Okay. Russian vodka kills coronavirus. Hey, send me some of that shit, man. Don't be hoarding it. We got that. I don't know. What we have, we don't, we, what do we got? Svedka at my house. Vodka's good, dude. It's smooth. That's Swedish, though. Oh, is it sweet? I don't know. I don't. I don't actually drink vodka. Um, vodka is Swedish. Uh, yeah, we sell a bunch of loyal to the grave shirts. Yes, thank you, thank you, Peric Dahmer. That was uh, that was his uh, chick in that shirt uh, uh, image. By the way, I didn't want to tag because I didn't know if that was appropriate. But they're immune to the virus in Russia. Why the fuck aren't we? Because of the you know what the fuck. It's money or something? They're, they're partners with China. Oh, I thought we were too now. No. How ca- I don't we, understand. How come we can't just be one fucking country? Like, I mean, one world, you know? Like, fucking, let's just get this shit. One love, man. You just said some Illuminati shit right there, man. Yeah, fuck you yeah. You just put full Illuminati on everyone right now. You're like, one world order. Yeah, did you see my logo? Ooh. <laughs> well, you didn't get invited to the meeting yet. No, I don't. They don't I'm, I'm, I'm too white for that shit. <laughs> No, um, too many oh. mouth breathers. You sound like my wife. <laughs> too many mouth breathers. She always gets mad at me. I can't. I never really learned to breathe through my nose. I always feel like it's fucked up. I don't know. Maybe I got that. some weird shit going on with it. But uh, I always feel like my nose is fucked up, so I don't really breathe through. I'm always <sighs> breathing through my mouth. You know, it's probably because I'm fat too. One of the probably a few different things lined up to make me do that. I don't know. Do you know that if you eat your boogers, it boosts your immune system? No, I did not know that, and I haven't ate a booger in a long time. I'll try it, though. I mean, fuck, dude. I'll try everything once or twice or three times. <laughs> well, I had a guy one time tell me, you know, if you eat your boogers after you're at the bar, it'll sober you up. But I was like, that's only, you know, if you're doing extra things at the bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's If you got some residue <laughs> left right there. Uh, like, yeah. 
like, all right, dude. Like, what have you been doing all night? Like, okay. Yeah, I quit doing that stuff, that that residue stuff at, anymore. I'm I, I a few years back. I'm good on that shit. I try. I try. Actually, it's crazy because I, I, um, you know, I'm I'm a self-proclaimed drunk. I like to I like drinking, and I haven't even in the last year, I haven't even been drinking or anything. You know, I think I I had a few cups of champagne yesterday, um, with my morning breakfast, and then a, a few Coors Lights. But that's like the most I'll drink now. Like I don't even get a buzz really. It's a. Uh, it's kind of sad. It really is. I just never understood the fact. So it's like, hey, I'm gonna go to the bar. I'm gonna spend a whole bunch of money to get drunk. But then I'm gonna make myself undrunk, and then I'm gonna spend even more money. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, no, I get you. Well, it's just party time, man. Like I get it. I've done it no, so many times. It's just party time sometimes, you know. I, I I don't know. I just I got so much going on. I just haven't been into it lately, you know. So I don't do the party time no more. No more no more party times. But I used to I be. Feel like what- like a lot of people too. Like once you hit like thirty, and you're like, "All right, hey, we actually got like got to pay for shit now. Like we can't like everyone else we know like doing stuff with their lives. Like if I got to go back to my parents' house, I don't fuck up if you go back to parents after thirty. I don't have like, that option. Yeah, no. For me, it's like for, straight from my house to the dumpster. Yeah, <laughs> I, I ain't going. I don't have an option to do that shit. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, no, but it is real. Like, you know, I mean, and, and, it, and I've, I've done, I went, um, you know, when I, when I got divorced from my ex-wife, I mean, I pretty much lived in my car. Like I didn't have anything, you know, I, I, I left everything there because it was, that's where the kids, I knew what kids would be there, you know, for the most part. And, uh, you know, just, uh, I had a good buddy who let me live in a camper in his backyard for a little while. And that's how I kind of got started again. Um, but yeah, I don't have, uh, I don't have an option, man. So it's uh, it's sink or swim, you know, there's no plan B. There's no, there's no trust fund. I keep looking for a trust fund. I can't seem to find it. It's not my name. Maybe they put in somebody else's name on accident. Uh, at this point, I mean, I don't think any of the trust fund people are going to be doing very well here in the next month or two anyways, because those funds are going to be like, oops, the bank's gone. Is that how that works? Are they just going to take the money and run? It, well, no, it's digital money for the most part. So, like, if it's it, the banks end up paying their loans back or doing whatever, like, all the people default on everything, yep. then the bank still has all that out. Yep. But gotta come somewhere and, like, like all the Roth IRAs and a couple other things, like, CDs are pretty safe, but, like, a lot of things end up going out the window and just bye-bye. Like, sucks to be you. Yeah, wow. So what, what are you going to school for? Are you going to school to be, like, a fucking accountant? Because he sounds like you know a lot about this shit. Um, no, I did. So I did accounting, like some accounting last term and another accounting this term, but like, I'm just honestly going to school to go to school. I have yeah. nothing better to do with life. Yeah. Cause the whole being retired from the military thing. So, yep, yep, yep. uh, I go, I've got, you know, I have a degree in communications degree in business and then I'm working on my second communications degree in second or second and third communications degrees. They're all different. But then, uh, uh, mostly because I transferred states uh-huh. and the credits lined up different. So yep. like I was able to get different two year degrees for it. So, uh, and then kind of just chilling out and doing, doing that a little bit because it gives me a lot of like world knowledge that I didn't know before, I guess. Yeah. Like we're like this whole money thing. Like I just fell into this accounting class because it was the only thing left that I could take. Gotcha. Gotcha. For my college. So like they, they kind of just threw that on my schedule to fill my course load out. And then, now I'm just kind of like, all right, well, this is actually kind of cool because it came in handy like this month. So, um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's, 
so I did the whole mechanic. Like I'm, I was thinking about going back and like redoing like some of my cert, like the recertification program through the college for mechanics. Just because I'm like, all right, it's been like six years now or something like that. Like go learn some of the new stuff because like my Snap-on computer does shit that I don't know how to do. Like it programs Teslas and all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, I don't know how to use those modules. Yeah, yeah. So I should probably go learn how to do that. Right. Well, I mean, but, if, that, uh, if I mean, do you want I'll go through all this schooling and then go back to being a mechanic though, or just for fun? It, honestly, like the way my retirement set up is, uh, like I can't really make too much money anyways. So if I was being a mechanic, it'd be like, a, hey, like a buddy's got a car thrown, I go help him out, do whatever. Like, you know, I've got all the tools to just sit there. Like, oh, so with your military <laughs> retirement, if you uh, make too much money, they won't give you your retirement. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Those that's that's so beautiful. Yeah, that's so. Why would they not give you your retirement? What the fuck? Didn't you earn it? Yeah, no. So what happens is like they deem me un, like temporarily unemployable. So um, like until that changes, I can't go make gainful employment just because I've got anger issues and a couple other things when it comes to being in structured work environments for a long period of time. Gotcha. Um, so like uh, yeah, I'm kind of at a a restart phase and then. I'm thinking about getting rid of that and just going back to work regular. So, yeah, uh, I just right, with all this going on right now, the appointment for me to go try and get three eligible to work got pushed out. And my doctor, I got a letter in the mail like two days before all this like quarantine stuff happened. Uh-huh. They're like, "Oh, hey, your doctor's dead." I'm like, "What? Your doctor died? Yeah, from what? He was like, uh, so he was like super old. He was so this is the VA healthcare system." Uh, he went in for a back surgery because uh, he was a flight surgeon uh-huh. and uh, screwed up his back or whatever or something. But uh, he's like, he was like 70 or something like that. But like, dude was literally like, fill out your prescriptions like this on the keyboard. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I, I got a funny story about that, but go on with yours because I'll interrupt it. No, it's, uh, so then uh, he was like, yeah, I'm going in for back surgery. I'm going to have a replacement doctor, blah, blah, blah. Because I had like some intestinal issues. Like, I've been like, uh, I, my stomach's pretty messed up and everything. That's part of the not being able to go to work. Uh, but they were trying to schedule me for surgeries and stuff like that. But so then the, I get a letter, like he went for back surgery and then he was like, I'll switch you back at this time. And then obviously uh, he went on when I was in the hospital for the, my uh, spine leak. So I was using the backup doctor that they were calling all the time for my medicines and stuff, trying to get everything sorted out. And that was part of the reason why I fit so long. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so then, Fast forward like another month or so, and then come to find out he died from his VA surgery on his back. No way. They had complications or something? Yeah, like he got an infection in his spine and oh. a leak in his spine. And I'm like, dude, I was just in the hospital for the same thing. Like, Fuck. you know, this is gnarly. So, uh, he, and he was a super cool guy, but he, he's no longer with us. Yeah. Uh, but well, what he lived a very good life. So, yeah. Uh, We'll see how it all goes, but your yeah. turn. Your turn for your super gnarly story. Oh, mine's not super gnarly. Mine's just funny. I well, I think it's funny. Okay. It's probably stupid because I think a lot of stupid shit's funny. But I actually went to school for computers. Um, when I when uh when the recession hit for all of us older folk, um, in like two thousand five, two thousand eight period time, you know, um, 
I, w- I was working, I was a, you know, working at a fab shop. Like I've done most of my life, worked at different fab shops and stuff. And I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm going to go to school for something where if something like this happens, I'm going to maintain having a job. And so I went to school for computers, but one of my computer teachers, he was an ex Navy guy and he was a computer, super computer nerd, you know? So, and he was older at the time. I mean, he's, I'm sure he's still around, but he had to be in his later fifties at that time, you know? Um, and being a computer teacher in computer world. Yeah. 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 He'd been around since oh, the first yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he um, taught Bill Gates how to write code. Yeah, exactly. And he was super awesome. He was, <laughs> I don't even remember his name anymore, but he was super awesome. But, um, he would type, he was a hunt and peck typer. That's what they call it. And he, you know, a yeah. computer guy and he still typed like that. And he, we would talk shit to him, you know, in class and he would just, you know, He's like, he, he knew more than anybody, but you know, it was just always funny because he was a computer teacher and that's the way he typed. And I didn't learn to type and I still, I can type without looking at the keyboard, but then I start thinking about it and then I have to look at the keyboard, you know, like, and I, and obviously I'm on the computer all fucking day most of the time. So it is funny how those kind of things work and the way your brain functions to like, remember shit, you know? I don't know. Yeah, like your desk. Like you remember where everything is, but if anybody else were to walk in like your desk, they'd be like, how the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I cleaned it up, actually, since the last time you were here, but then what I did is I took all the big stuff and I stacked it into a pile, and it's like a wall now, so nobody can see past it, <laughs> and I just left that. But I got your COVID wall? Yeah, basically. It's like, don't breathe past this wall. But uh, I'm trying to – I'm getting ready. I'm trying to finish a few bikes that we're working on, and I'm going to do a fucking – I'm just going to clean house in the whole entire shop and everything. Um, the FXR, like I said, is getting close to being done, and then I'm going to get this bagger to a point where I can take it off the uh, lift and, and ride it um, before we go. I go even further because I'm doing a 124 on the motor and other things. So uh, I got to get it to a point where I would like to put some miles on it before I take the motor apart and just so I can kind of see, have a reference point, you know, it's just a 107. So it's nothing crazy, but you know, they're fun. They're still, they're still ballsy. The 107s are still like, like people are, I'm honestly, so I've ridden a shitload of Harleys. Yep. Like I've had like a whole, like five different Vendas and FXR and a couple other things. Yep. And uh, like to be honest with you, between like Evo motors, twin cam motors, small twin cam and big twin cam, uh, like it's the power difference really is like, all right, we're all going to top out at like 120. Yeah. Regardless when it comes to everything, like yeah. whether it be horsepower or like when you're just going down the freeway, you're going to get about 120 and then you're feeling like you're going 300 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. You feel like you're but getting yanked like, off the bike. At what point does, yeah. Like at what point does this whole performance thing become just like, a, hey, I've just got a number so that I can play. Like, like the guys are doing like the 151s like, and they're trying to use them as like, oh, I tried this around town. Like not a drag strip bike, but like, yeah. what are you going to use that for? Like, <laughs> and they just never touch the power. Like, you're going to just spin the tire every time you oh, hit yeah. it. You know? yeah. Even like, even for me, like the 124, I think is going to be a little too much. Um, you know, I have the one four, I have a 114 in my soft tail with a cam and that thing that has 120 horsepower, 130 pounds of torque. I mean, what more do you need beyond that? I'm just doing it because it's like, well, why not? Why not? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I, have, like I had a 113 SNS and I could spin the tire all the way. Like just like I could hit the throttle and like just dump it and force and it would break loose. Oh yeah. It's like, they're fun. And they're, fun. Was, you know, they're they're stupid fun, but it's at what point like for a lot of the people out there who are just spending a bunch of money to have, you know, a big motor bike, 
like you would make sense. You got a shop, you got a business, you can have one of those cool like, and you're doing a modest build. You're not doing one of those ridiculous like. Yeah, I think a lot of it. Builds. Like, I think a lot of it depends on where you where you live too. I think the Midwest and like um, those states that have those long straight roads, like where nobody's on them and shit, are amazing for the fucking those big ass motors. But um, yeah. I don't I don't understand it either. I, like um yeah, woo woo flare mine's an 18 bagger. Um and yeah, I agree on that with the East Coast stuff too. It, it, and, and that's the same here though. Um all these guys, yeah, I got, you know, 143 and but you can't use it because we're splitting lanes nonstop. We're in traffic nonstop unless you live on like some crazy outskirt town in California like where you just don't have all the traffic that we have where we live in this like the normal the normal places to live. Um, yeah, you're never using that motor, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's cool to say, but it's just useless. Like when I was doing the FXR and I got the 111 for it, people were like, why'd you go with the 111? Not a, you know, a hundred and blah, I don't know, 1 million, you know? And I'm like, first it's for my wife. This is her bike. And second, because you can't use that in California. You just can't. You know, it's not, it's an unusable bike with the, with the bagger. I at least plan to do a lot of like, um, I, you know, touring style riding, you know, where I'm going to be traveling on it. So hopefully I'll be able to use that 124 a little bit more, but you know, um, going from a 114 to 124, I don't think is that crazy of a situation. Um, no. but I couldn't imagine going like, you know, a 151 or something like that. You know, I've heard they run great and they're plenty of power, but I just don't, for me personally, I just don't see it being a, a a real you know theoretical thing to be riding. I don't know if that's the right word, but to be riding in the cities in traffic like as a daily rider. Yeah, it's, it's plausible, but it's not practical. Like type of thing. Yeah, and it's want, like oh. go ahead. And oh, just like the like that, and like a lot of the guys that have the giant boards. It's like yeah, that's cool. Like you rode it once and then it sat there. Like if you give me a bike with that much power, I'm going to find a way to use the power and then I'm going to die. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I will (laughs) use that bike. I mean, I will. Um, it's, I'm going to try to get to Vegas as fast as I can. I wish that I had the motor built and the bike was ready right now because there's no traffic so we could see the Vegas runs right now. But, uh, two hour Vegas run. Oh yeah. That'd be amazing. Especially behind that big fairing. Forget about it. Um, have you tried this? Have you looked at the new Indian yet? No, nah, I'm not an Indian guy, man. I, I think that that, that that um, what is that bike? What did they come out with? That looks like the Road Glide, but it's not the Road Glide. Was that? Uh, I just call it the Dark Bike. The Dark Bike? Is that what you call it? Dark the Shark Bike. bike oh yeah, that weird light fairing. Yeah. The the light fixture in the fairing looks like a shark's mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Bishop, I don't I don't want to go to Vegas to do anything there. I just want to ride to Vegas and back. Yeah, the Challenger. There we go. Jeff B. Trollin. Got Woo Flair, Jason Alexander, all Challenger. So that and that's a that doesn't even sound cool, really. Road glide sounds cool. It really does. Let's be honest. I ride a Harley Davidson Road Glide. I ride an Indian well, Challenger. That's a Dodge. But the Challenger was two Challenger Road Glide, so it makes sense in theory for what they used it for. They shouldn't be able to use that name though if there's already a car called that. The Dodge Challenger? Yeah. The Mopar? Yeah. Or Mopar? And that car is gay too. Yeah. But I, mean, I don't know. Uh, I see. She, uh, you like the Heather Voodoo? She likes the Heather. Oh, Heather Voodoo. Oh, shit. I don't. She likes the Indian. She said, I, I don't. 
I'm not saying that they're bad. I just don't understand. I, I don't know. I would have to see one in person. I haven't even seen one in person. Take a look at the Challenger Dark Horse. It's pretty, yeah. Is that the all black one, right? I think I've seen. Yeah, it's got that big motor and everything on it. And yeah. Uh, you know what bothers uh, me the most about the Indians? It's it's that section right like below behind the seat sitting uh, the spot where your butt sits. You know, it just looks like it goes too long. Like it's something weird about it. Some geometry. It's because they're using the plant 60 motor. Okay. Harley's getting ready to come out with a plant 60 motor. So the angle of the jugs is different. So it's gotcha. got way more. That's why they have that weird look to them because yeah. the motor sits there. Like yeah. for Harley, you got your power is going up and your business and power and everything's kind of going up and down gives it the vibration yep yep the yep. indians are so smooth because it's going front and back so it's taking it uh, that way keep doing that so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right he said uh but, california yeah, motorcycle community said rides <laughs> great tried it at the ims show in long beach yeah i mean i would uh i'll definitely ride one i'm not gonna buy one i'm a harley guy man i don't know um, Danny G sends it, says it the best. He's like, when you were a kid and you saw these packs of dudes riding by you while you're driving the backseat of your mom's car, they weren't riding Indians and it's, you know, they are riding Harleys and that's, that's just the way it is. You know, um, I'm a motorcycle guy though. So I love like all motorcycles. Like I'm really partial right now to adventure bikes, even though I'm sure I wouldn't go out in the dirt with them cause I suck at that anyways. But, uh, um, I don't know. I, I would, uh, I like, I like motorcycles. So I would definitely try one and ride one, but I wouldn't buy one. There's no way. It's just not my thing. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't buy either. So, um, like, I've got a clapped out Dyna, and I'm gonna have a clapped out Dyna for a long time. Yeah, so. yeah. I got I got a two clapped out Dynas right now. Well, my bike's uh, my bike needs some love. It just sits my Dyna, so I consider it clapped because it's like leaking oil from something. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I need a bottom end on my bike because I went through two motors last year, but or two top ends last year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if it holds together this year. <laughs> uh, Heather, Heather Voodoo, don't be intimidated by Harleys. They're all the same. If you can ride a, any bike, if, if you can ride any kind of motorcycle, you can ride a Harley too. Um, you know, start on a Sportster. Sportster 1200 has plenty of power. That thing, my wife's been riding a Sportster 1200 now for three or four years. And it fucking rips. When I even when I ride it, and I'm huge, and I ride that fucker, it rips. But uh, yeah, don't be intimidated by them. Uh, yeah, they're the most versatile bike I think on the planet. Is that 1200 Sportster? Uh, like, I, I mean, even big guys can rip them. Yeah, and they're fun. Oh yeah, hers. I mean, it's nothing too. It's just a pipe and and, and an air cleaner in it. I'll do 110 on that thing all fucking day long. They're so fun. You know. Um, let's see. California Morsel Community says, I was able to try out the speeds because someone that was demoing a Harley Davidson cut me off into a turn and made me go almost into a center divider. So I chased his ass down, but I lost him. Oh, wait, damn screen. Sorry, lost it. I didn't want to get arrested for being his in his ass or to crash. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. But that's cool. I mean, I, again, I would definitely ride one. Um, I'm just... You won't see one in my stable. Uh, it's Harley. Harley or fuck off, man. <laughs> well, that and like, it's hard too because there's, again, they fell into the same problem they had before Polaris bought them out where yep. there's no aftermarket form really. There's a no. couple of things, like there's, but there's no way to get non-Polaris parts. But, yeah. I mean, they're here to stay. They've got big money backing and they're going to yep. be around. Like, you're, there is going to be an option for Indian for a period of time and at least another 10 years. 
Yeah, and, and I, uh, I hope so, man. I mean, you know, they are. I, I, my buddy of mine has a chieftain, um, you know, but it's uh, it just. I don't know. I'm just not into it. You know, um, I do, I have seen though, like aftermarket parts starting to catch up more and more for these bikes. Um, you know, for the, for the non Harley bikes, you know, like Indian and, and yeah. things like that, they are starting to come more and more, but again, you know, I don't think they have the sales that Harley has. Um, you know, uh, they don't, they just don't have that backing. They don't have that image for me. I mean, and not that it's about image, but it's just that, that, that image as a company, I guess you can say where, uh, I would feel like that's, that's where I need to be. Like I, I'm, I'm Harley Davidson, brother, America, brother, brother. See, the thing that I really appreciate about Indian and other companies that come into the Beachwood world, uh, is like, if you look at victory, their short lived little sprint that's now Indian again, um, uh, it pushed Harley to upgrade the dynas because the, the eight ball came out with that like one Oh seven motor or whatever it was. Yeah. Yep, like, I remember that. And, and then Dyna said, or Harley went out with their dynas and we're like, all right, Hey, we got to go from this 96 to the one Oh three. We got to put the bagger motor in it. Just a different, like basically same motor, but we got to put a bigger motor in it, make it keep up with these eight balls, keep up with those other things. Like, and I feel like that is the biggest help to Harley is to have someone other than Harley building bikes, so that Harley has to play, we still need to have competitive bikes. Yeah, very much so. I definitely agree with that because if there's nothing out there, they're just going to stick to the same. Um, yeah. Heather Voodoo, we don't we don't care. As long as you're riding motorcycles, we're stoked on you. So keep riding motorcycles. You'll get there and you'll get wherever you want to be. I don't give a shit what anybody rides. Like California uh, motorcycle community, he's got a Honda, a, what you, a Honda Davidson, 05 Honda VL, VTX, AT, whatever. Yeah, fucking ride, man. That's all I care about. I, I honestly, I could care less what anybody rides as long as you're riding motorcycles and having a good time doing it. You know, it's what it's all about at the end of the day. A speaking t-shirt looks the same on any bike. It does. It really does. Speaking shirts look amazing on any bike. (laughs) 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 No, but you know, at the end of the day, it is real. Where you go up? Well, I'll just keep talking because that's what I do. But it is the thing, though. I, I mean, there is. I, I personally love Harley's, so I ride Harley's. You know that, and that's my thing. I, as a kid, um, you know, young adult, I was always like, "Fuck, man, I need to get. I want to get a Harley." You know, and that was like the dream. And um, now it's like, uh, now I have it. You know, and and I love them. I love my Harley's so much. You know, um, I have a, a a handful right now. A couple are gonna are for sale, but I just you know, um, it, they're great. They're fun. They're the best things ever. I I've been lucky though. I don't know. I mean, I'm knock on wood. Um, I've never had any real crazy issues with my bikes, but I do do maintenance on them quite often. And I do, you know, I rip them, but I don't, I don't like, I try to take care of them even when I'm ripping them. You know what I mean? Like I try to, so pretty, but they're they're pretty, but they get ridden though. You know, I, yeah, I'm saying like, I mean, it's like Robbie's bike. You don't want, like, he's got to have a crash bar so he doesn't destroy it because it's a beautiful bike. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and, like, just because you have a pretty bike doesn't mean you can't go and, like, rip it. Like, no, you know exactly. What I mean? like, exactly. I like to say I build uh, show and go bikes because they actually, uh, you know, they go, they, they're, they're built for the show, but then they actually do the go also, you know. Um, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's a uh, broke my back on mine last year. Kids or the wallet won't let me get another one. 
Oh, uh, that's. I'm sorry to hear that you broke your back, man. That sucks. But you know, glad you're you're okay and obviously here with us still. Um, you know, it it is it is the unfortunate thing about riding motorcycles and and uh, probably more uh, more so in where we ride in cities and stuff like that when we ride and but uh, you know, it's um, it's. It's 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 not when you go down. I mean, it's not if you go down. It's when you go down. I mean, I know I've gone down. I've gone down because of my own fault, being stupid, and I've gone down because of somebody else's fault too. And it's a uh, it's shitty and it sucks. But you know, it's a uh, so, you know I I can't like I have to ride motorcycles. I get real weird after like a, a time frame of not riding them. I feel like I get like like claustrophobic in, in just anywhere. You know what I mean? I get like pent yeah, up. Yeah, got to get out and like cruise and like get like people are like, hey, I get asked all the time, like, hey, how like you don't really like people that much and you don't go out and do very much outside. And they're like, how do you get along at Harley shows and doing whatever else? And I'm like, well, one, I'm most of the time I'm in my helmet. Like I'm either out riding or I'm in a booth like chilling, like kind of like yeah, that's my bike or my stuff. But like I just like I don't have to talk to too many people. Yeah, like it's. Like I go because I get to go ride new places. Like when you go out to Sturgis, you put your helmet on, you ride, you're listening to your music, doing your thing. Like yeah, there might be people around, but you know it's just time to chill. Yeah, do your thing, see new stuff. Like I love looking around, seeing what's around me. Like oh, it's a totally different experience. Yeah, some people are about like the 120 miles an hour every day, all day, nonstop, everywhere you go, and I'm like cruise and, and see what's out there. Like you know. Oh yeah, I Heather Voodoo. She's got a 60, 69 square back. I'm a Volkswagen guy. I got a Volkswagen tattooed on my leg. I did Volkswagens when I was a teenager. Um, I haven't had one in a long time, but I love Volkswagens too. But uh, I I have old old trucks right now. I got a sixty four uh, C ten with a five point three LS, and then I got a seventy one Suburban with a four hundred two big block. So I have those as well. But uh, they've been sitting in my driveway. Like I haven't been driving them at all. I don't know why. I just. Uh, I think last year I got a little burned out on motorcycles a little bit and I, I used those to like kind of take my attention uh, and be, um, I had a 68 bug. I had a 63 bug. I had a few different Volkswagens, but, uh, I, I, um, I, I've always loved old cars too. I've had old cars my whole life as a teenager, you know, and that, I, I say I'm a product of Hot Wheels and that's why I do what I do today because of Hot Wheels. So I love fucking with cars and custom cars and bikes and all that shit. Um, and uh, I, uh, I, I don't know, I got a little burned out I think last year and I was just kind of like, bored, I guess, maybe because I was kept building, like, I guess like the same style of bike. And then I, that's when I started doing the chopper. And then, you know, I, this year I came into this year and I was just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm in it now. And I, and this road glide came into fruition and like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm having like a hundred percent, hundred ten percent fun again, you know, with fucking with these bikes again. And I think, uh, for the, for the FXR is my first like frame up build. I, I think that might've fucked my head a little bit. I think I was overthinking a lot of stuff and it was like putting some pressure, you know what I mean? And, uh, so it was all just me mostly fucking with my own brain. I think that anybody that builds stuff ends up putting that pressure on themselves and <sighs> it drives you crazy. Like, even if it's a project you know you're going to sit on for a while or that you like want to wait with, it still just sits there and drives you nuts. Cause you're, how do like how do I know something better is not going to come out the week after I put it in? Or how do I know that this is going to work with this? Oh, or, yeah. yeah. You know, like, 
It's hard. That's I get. I get in mindsets like I um. You know, I was posting pictures when I was doing the wiring on that FXR, and and that's that's one of the things that was just I I was I wasn't struggling with doing the wiring. I, I like wiring. I think it's fun. Um, so it wasn't the part of actually doing the wiring, but it was uh, um, it was a part of how can I make the wiring look how I want it to look. Like I want to make the wiring. Like, I don't want to have to, like, technically, I don't want to have to cover the wiring per se, but it has to look right. It has to look nice because I put a lot of money and time in this bike already. And I'm not, excuse me, I'm not just going to fucking spaghetti this shit. You know what I mean? So that wiring literally on that bike, I mean, I have a little bit of things to finish up still, just a couple solders, you know, but that wiring on that bike was literally about like 60 or 70 hours. And it was just fucking, but once I got, yeah. once I got moving on it, I was a hundred percent into it. Like, I'm like, ah, oh, like my brain just, but at night, you know, well, at night I'm sitting there on my iPad and I'm searching for images of wiring jobs and I'm looking at stuff and I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Visualize. And, and like, it's like, it, it's, you have to like study and be in the right mindset to do certain things on these bikes instead of just, uh, especially I guess for the first, you know. Now, if you say, build me another FXR, I'm be like, oh yeah, I got this, you know, and, and I can throw the wiring together cause I already know I'm going to do it, but it's that first time figuring things out, you know, and it's, it definitely plays a, plays a, a trick on you for sure. Well, it's like, uh, the first time you're building a C10 or any like small block 350 and you're like, oh man, how do I do the wiring or how do I do this? Or how do I keep the starter from working out or blowing up, you know, alternators and stuff like that. And you're like, all right, so a low wire alternator will work for all of these yep. just use the same thing and it's because it's a part that doesn't matter yep you can get them from any general store yep. they're a hundred bucks yep and it's a one wire you can run a full c10 off of like 10 wires total oh yeah but you but you, it, it's the overthinking part though i mean because I, I do it on everything you know once i know i'm going to start building something i'm just surrounded by it i'm, I'm like uh, i'm my whole brain just goes all right cool we're building a road glide there's nothing else in my view right now it's just road glide shit so all i'm doing is looking at road glide shit and i'm looking i'm researching i'm reading i'm checking out these parts i'm looking at these parts i'm doing that I'm, you know i'm just all over it now and so but you know that also for me it's uh, studying on products, you know, learning about them, you know, knowing what's good, what's bad, blah, 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 fitting them up, touching them, testing them. And because it's a selling point too, like for all of our bikes that we build, go to us for the shows and it shows all the parts, you know, 99% of the parts on our bikes can be bought on our website. So for me, it's like, I'm studying the products as I go along building these bikes. Yeah. Like I feel like too is the, the Instagram is making not just for like the parts, but the whole scene in general, like for, we were talking about Joey earlier and like how he's super underrated and like just an amazing rider and stuff. And he's come a long way. Like he's like, you were talking about how he tried to scrape a short fender. It's like, he just, isn't he getting like, isn't he basically scraping a short fender now? Like beyond short fender, like, beyond short yeah, fender. Like he's deep, deep last weekend when he was out with Robbie and Clay and everybody. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, kills it, dude. He's a killer. Yeah. So, but like, at the same time, though, guys are like, all right, so what's next? Like, people, like, Instagram is making it where there's, people don't realize there's only 30 guys, like, 30, 40 guys out there that are really doing this all the time, but, like, you see them so much yep. that people think that everyone can do it. Oh, yeah. And it's like, dude, it's still really hard, and people just think it's that easy. And oh, it's like, well, that's because there's so many people out there that make it just look so easy. You know what yeah. I mean? It's, uh, I'm not, I'm, I, and that's definitely not me. Oh man. 
Well, I think we're going to cut it off right yeah, here. I got to take a piss, and I do have to do some work for the day. I was supposed to work as well. So Yeah. Well, Brent, thanks for jumping on with me. I know we didn't plan this at all, so this was just like a surprise. We're doing this, and you're the first person I picked, and yeah. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate your time. Um, what, tell these people what your uh, Instagram handle is. Uh, Spokane C1. I'm actually thinking about changing it, and then I can't think of anything good to change it to because I'm not in Spokane anymore. Oh, uh, so, San, Diego, uh, San Diego Speed 1. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, yeah. Just nothing sounds good. I don't know what to do. And, yeah, it's just weird. But uh, Spokane Speed 1 for now. Uh, and then uh, when – are you guys still open? We're not open to the public right now, but we are shipping orders every day. All right. Yeah, I got my. I did get a text receipt saying that my shirt was on its way. So thank you. Boom, boom. Thanks for everybody so, who uh, saw. You know, came on and, and asked questions and talked to us too. We appreciate you guys. We're gonna be doing more of these. Thank you. That's a sick ass flip phone, brother. <laughs> Dang, bringing back the old school shit. Um, we'll definitely be doing more of these. Um. And that you can check this one out on iTunes if you kind of came in late or early or whatever. We're going to do it all. So I appreciate you guys, and we'll all talk soon. Cool. Later. How do we end this? This episode of Shooting the Shit with Speed Kings is brought to you by the guys and gals over at Biltwell, Inc., the company that reminds you of the fact all bikes are adventure bikes if you use them to go on adventures. So go ahead and make sure to ride motorcycles and have fun. Check them out at BiltwellInc.com.